best friends forever. Until one host says something wrong about the other host's favorite character. Why would you say such a thing? Talking all things supernatural and sci-fi television, it's Talking TV with Liz and Lindy of TeamTSD.com. Greetings, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. I'm Liz. And I'm Lindy. And we have another awesome Game of Thrones podcast for you where we're going to talk all those crazy theories that have been coming out this week. I feel like there's a new one every day, right? Yeah, I agree. So um, we thought we'd bring First the of top all- three most... Oh, wait, no, what were you going to say? I feel like we should preface this by saying we're both, like, super weird right now. And our brains are a little fried. So I feel like we should say don't... If we, like, say something totally weird or just, like, pause for, like, a really long time because we're both in outer space, don't judge us. Yeah, I feel like that should be an automatic disclaimer with every podcast that we do. But both (laughs) particularly, yes, for this one, I'm getting over, like, the worst cough cold flu of my life you're in the middle of like house hunting all sorts of craziness so it's just like it's just a weird and in the midwest right now like it's spring especially may in indy is supposed to be super fun because it's race week or race month we're all super excited for the 100th running of the indianapolis 500 minus but it's been me super shitty out. It. right but still, I mean, like, the hype and energy of just the city right now should, like, be putting us in good moods. But it's been super shitty out, like, gray. So everyone's yeah. just in a weird mood. Um, yeah. But speaking of lands that are in super shitty, dire times, Westeros. Um, <laughs> so the Great first theory segue. we wanted to talk about. <laughs> thank you. That, I actually did not even plan that. So maybe I'm more well, on my game than I thought. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, God, I'm going to get a coughing fit now. Okay. So the first theory is one um, we're we're going to kind of escalate these theories by how crazy and awesome they are. The first one is a little interesting. I don't know if it even matters, but whatever, we'll talk about it. So we read on, um, I think it was a BuzzFeed article taken from Reddit because Reddit is like the black hole of the most insane theories of any television show, movie story ever. Mm -hmm. And um, the theory is that, so a couple episodes ago in six times oh two, where we saw um, a a called home, we saw a flashback with Hodor, whose real name is Willis, correct? Yeah. Correct. So... I don't know why I'm asking validation. I'm just, uh, see, we're being weird. Okay. So we saw the You're including me. You're trying to include me in the conversation, but I'm just listening and drinking a beer. Okay. Yeah. You can just listen and I'll say this and we'll talk about it. So then Willis um, is talking, you know, Leanna rides in on her white horse. Willis is a stable boy talking to the horse, yada, yada, yada. The theory is that Willis, because of his um, plump size and demeanor, he wanted to be able to talk to girls. Well, Willis was a warg. Again, this is all a theory and would warg into the horses. And when Lana most particularly would take her horse out, this is Willis. This is a theory. So when, he would, and then he would, he, take, would only, he would call her a hoe, but it got misconstrued as hoe door. <laughs> um, 
sex? No, but I actually like that theory way better for the record. Uh, see, I'm reading an accounting thing. Okay, so. Sorry. Okay, continue. Theory, but, no, that's okay. But this theory is that, so Leanna would like, you know, pet him, whatever, show him affection. Well, the horse died in battle, and so people were thinking that Willis died while warged into the horse. Thus, Willis was now the mind of a horse, and why he only says Hodor now. And that's also why he feels more comfortable with Bran riding him, because his mind is that of a horse. (laughs) Who the fuck wrote that theory? I told you, some joker on Reddit. Those guys have, like, the most... Creative mind. I like it when you ride me because I'm really the spirit of a horse. Yeah, but if he was inside of a horse, does that necessarily mean the spirit of the horse is in him or is he just a blank slate? We don't know. I think it's just more interesting that he's a horse, but he's probably just a blank slate. (laughs) Hold on. I I knew you were going to do that. I knew. (laughs) Okay, so any other thoughts um, about that theory? Or can we move to the more fun theories? Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that's weird and he just has a speech issue, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think horses just, can't even say Odor, so I don't know where the hell that comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I think we should move on before I say anything else. Okay. Um, the second theory that we want to talk about um, so this one is about the last episode, Six Times Oath, Three Oathbreaker, and it has to do mm-hmm. with Rickon Stark. Uh, so we've all been reading about this. So Rickon Stark has been gone for a couple of seasons. Um, he's been with his wildling caretaker named Osha and his dire wolf Shaggy Dog, and Bran sent him away to meet with the Umber okay. family. And the Umber family is... Um, Arguably, or not arguably, probably the most loyal family to the Starks. The leader, mm-hmm. the former right. leader of the Umber family was the one that actually said there only sits one king and bent his knee to Rob Stark way back in season one. Um, which is mm-hmm. probably why Bran was like, no, Rickon, you'll be fine. There, where are, there are bannermen, blah, 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 blah. So the theory mm-hmm. is that so small John Umber was the one that delivered... Osha, um, Rickon, and supposedly Shaggy Dog's head to Ramsey. So again, another guy on Reddit and someone on Tumblr said that the theory could be that the Umbers are actually still with the Starks and the head they brought in is another direwolf as they are fairly common in the High North and that they're infiltrating to take back Winterfell because Ramsey is a weaker and less strategic king than Ruth. And what they're hoping is that when Ramsey is finally back to a corner, Rickon looks down at him and says the North remembers, and then the real direwolf comes and, like, rips his head off, which we'd be fine with. Um, and I think I would love for this to happen, and I know people are saying it's too optimistic, but I don't think this is a situation where we're just going to get our hearts broken and Rickon will die, because if the one thing that... Um, George R. R. Martin has done has been extremely loyal to the characters, like morals that he's put inside of them. And if the Umbers are that loyal to the Starks, they're not just going to start 
bowing to Ramsey out of nowhere as soon as he becomes Lord, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been weird to bring him back at this exact time when they did if it was just to kill him unless they're going to kill him in front of Rob to incite, like, anger from Rob against, you know, not Rob. Why did I say Rob? Shish kebab. John. You mean Ramsey? John. Because I think... Oh, John. Yeah, John. so I'm guessing... Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing John's going to come to the wall to try to take back the North or whatever. You and mean so, I guess they... Yeah. And so I... What, what am I saying right now? I'm just trying to make sure. Okay, so you're saying that okay, John... Okay, so... That it, I, I think I know what you're saying, but I'll let you just start over. So John is probably going to take over Winterfell again, right? He's going to come up there. So I guess the only reason they would kill Rick on is maybe to do it in front of John to like piss him off and make him kill Ramsey in even more of a brutal way. But I think that's a stretch. I think that I think that that's a good theory. I read that theory as well, and I think that you know that's totally possible. And I think that they brought Rick and back you know, all of a sudden right now for a reason and would that be a good reason. I just can't wait to see Ramsey die a terrible, horrible death and it would be totally satisfying to see him get eaten by a dire wolf, I think. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I yeah, I agree on all fronts. I think that they, um, I just don't see the umbers, like I don't see why they would just be like, oh, here's Rickon. Like, everyone hates Ramsey, and they hate the Boltons. And that family's been loyal to yeah. the Starks for so long, so. Yeah, okay. but then, and I think, and I think Ramsey, even though we hate him, isn't totally stupid. So I think he's probably skeptical about it. And it could come down to, you know, the Umbers trying to double-cross him and infiltrate, and Ramsey knows that that's going on and does something else horrible. Um but do you Ooh. think that we'll have to see something really bad happen to Rickon? I don't think, well, I would say I don't think Game of Thrones would go there, but you never really know. We could see Ramsey, like, torture or do something terrible to Asha, Osha, whatever you called her. That I think Osha really will probably die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that comes at the Maybe risk the of this whole infiltration plan, if that's what it is. Um, but no, I don't think Rickon, I think, I, I'm not sure if Rickon will die or not, but I think that, that conspiracy, that infiltration plan is legit. I'm hoping for it. Yeah. Me too. Okay. So the last and final theory that we're going to talk about is, it's kind of a lot. Okay. So. Very money. Theory was, um, comprised by Nerdist. And I had to listen to it a couple times to kind of grasp it all, but I, was it I that organized girl? it. So. Yeah, it was that girl. So um, with like the great hair, I like that's so probably cute. why I had to concentrate more because she has such great hair. And the whole time I'm thinking like, gosh, could I do highlights like that? Like if I straighten my hair, <laughs> better. And then I'm like, oh my god, I just missed 45 seconds looking at her hair. So <laughs> thanks, nerdist. And I didn't get anywhere. But, um, okay, so their theory this week with that girl with the great hair is yeah. that they talk about, of course, the L plus R equals J theory, um, Lana plus mm-hmm. Rhaegar equals John theory, and that we got cut off 
right before Ned went up to the tower to see baby John and Leanna's arm. Um, but more importantly, um, Ned seemed to hear Bran call out father. So, well, and when that happened, the Three-Eyed Raven said, no, we're going home. And he's like, why didn't you leave me there? And he said, no matter what you do, everything is already dried ink. It's already etched in stone. So we know that the past cannot change. However, maybe what is happening now has already made the future happen. So what this theory is saying that um, Bran, what he starts to do, well, first off, I'll say, if you go way back in like the black hole wikia of Game of Thrones history, you'll read about a ton of different Brandon Starks because it's a huge Stark name. There was Bran the Builder. There were a bunch of King Brandon Starks. There were a bunch of these like legit jokers. And then mm-hmm. in the first book, A Song of Ice and Fire, it is quoted, sometimes Nan would talk to him as if he were her Brandon, meaning Bran, the baby she had mm-hmm. nursed all those years ago. And sometimes she confused him with his uncle Brandon, who was killed, before, who was killed by the Mad King before Bran was even born. She had lived so long, Mother had told him once, that all the Brandon Starks had become one person in her head. This is a little much of a stretch, but what mm-hmm. if Bran Stark actually keeps going back and becoming this Brand? What if he's either the same person or he wargs into these Brandon Starks and makes them do certain things? So that's one part of the theory. And then the actor that plays Bran Stark. Just say if that doesn't actually happen, we should write a book based around that theory. Like a hundred percent. Like I think it's an amazing theory. Okay. Um, And the actor that said that said actually a very dangerous and powerful set of skills, which he is going to have to use at some point. Hopefully, and he's saying that um, hopefully you know he'll be able to use them in the best way. Blah 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 blah. Well Mm then. this chick with the great hair at Nerdist was also saying, now let's remember Ned heard Bran Stark talk to him. He heard him say father. Mm-hmm. Ares Targaryen, the Mad King, the reason he was called the Mad King is because he said he heard whispers. So they're saying mm-hmm. the reason he went mad and the whispers he were mm-hmm. hearing were either Bran or the Three-Eyed Raven. The Three-Eyed Raven maybe feels guilt from this, knowing what happens and um, that's why he's warning Bran. Why was it three-eyed raven? What was he saying? I don't know. We don't know what the whispers were saying, mm-hmm. but we know that the mad, the whole rumor is that the, the king went mad because he was hearing voices. Clearly mm-hmm. these voices were mm-hmm. either Bran or three, the three-eyed raven. Ooh. Boom. So is lot. there more? Um, so she kind of alluded to saying, um, that, so there was a thing in the books, you know, they would get confused that she was saying he were her Brandon, blah, 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 blah. Um, and that maybe Bran was the one, this is my theory. So maybe Mm -hmm. Bran was the one to promise to Ned or talk to Ned to take the baby, like convince Ned to take the baby or something. Like, maybe Ned heard these voices, and that's why he took the baby. Because some people are like, yes, it's Leanna's, it's his sister's son, but, like, it's his best friend's 
you know, soon to be wife, Robert Baratheon, and mm-hmm. she had a baby by Rhaegar Targaryen. And it's like a huge blow to his reputation that he'd taken this kid as a bastard. So maybe he heard a voice that was like a higher calling, like the God spoke to him and said, you need to take this baby. And maybe Bran was the one to say that. So I don't know. And maybe that's how Bran set, because people are saying, will Bran be the downfall or the saving of Westeros? And the fact that Bran maybe will say to Ned, take the baby and protect the baby. He actually is the savior of Westeros because John, as we know, because John's the savior of Westeros. Because John's the savior. Yes. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. It's like, I know it's like a lot to think about. Like, I mean, I mean, it's like what, what it's so much. It is. And are we assuming that, I mean, that was baby John up in that tower for sure. Right. Oh, for sure. And I thought it was a baby crying and not a woman screaming in the tower, but it could have been both. I clearly heard a baby crying. Okay, good. That's what I thought, too. And I read in some reviews that it was a woman screaming, and we said baby crying. Oh. Yeah, I definitely thought it was a baby crying, unless I missed something. Brad and I both only heard a baby crying. But, yeah, Jon Snow, baby Jon Snow for show. And... (laughs) Uh, that is so insane. So I'm wondering, hmm, and I also wonder with John, oh my God, speaking of him, could you believe that he let Ollie hang and he watched them all hang? Were you surprised by that? Um, I was at first and then I was like, dude, he was dead for three days. Like, sorry. Yeah. I think yeah. that's got to change, man. I think- yeah, and I also think if he's going to have all of them, the wildlings and whatever is left for the Night's Watch, if he's going to have them follow him to, you know, take back Winterfell um, or ask them to do whatever crazy crap he's going to ask them to do, then, you know, he's got to show his authority and be like, try to murder me again, y'all. See what happens. And I do wonder if he were to die again, if he could just come back to life because of that one guy that got brought back like nine times. But then... Melisandre is super old, and I wonder what's going to come into play with her because they obviously showed her old, decrepit witch body for a reason. So I wonder if it's to show that she's, like, almost dead, almost out of magic or old or something. I don't know. What do you think? And that at some point maybe she'll use the very last of her magic or whatever to help John. Um, Do you have a theory? So I definitely think that, that she may use the last of her magic to help John again, you know, or they were just showing that to show that she actually did hold a lot of power Power. because up until now it's like, okay, you burst a black smoke baby, but like, we haven't really seen you do a lot. So I think, I think it's both though. You know, I think they had to show she had a lot of power and, um, I, I think it was also, her showing she had, it was her character development and showing she had given up almost because she was mm-hmm. like done after that. So she was just like, why do I got to be hot? I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if she just came in the it. next day and she was like, this is me. This is the real me. I don't want to fight it like, anymore. Love the skin you're in. Mm-hmm. Love the skin you're in. And she ran like love a campaign at the wall for love the skin you're in and there was like a hashtag for it, and it was just, I don't know. I'm just saying. So this was 
This uh, is the weird stuff we were we were talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Just kidding. Okay. Um, what else? What else was I going to ask you? Oh, Arya, she get her eyeballs back? Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to take that part in the book. Um, again, we gave a spoiler warning in the book. Arya sees when she's blind through Alley Cat's eyes, and you know that's kind of alluding to the warg in her because she is a Stark. So I'm wondering if they're bypassing mm-hmm. that whole thing. I don't think I would, they really yeah. need to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're just going to skip that, and I'm kind of glad because I'm. I think they're trying to wrap all of the storylines up, and that's such a side story with her. Um, and I know we talked last time about what is Arya's purpose in the grand scheme of things. Is she going to meet up with somebody? Like, what role is she going to play? Because she's not really integral to anything that's going on right now. So, I and I hate to say this, and I think we said it last time, that we're, her part is kind of the most boring part right now because she doesn't really have much to do. Um, yeah, she had such know. a crazy season last season, like such an, an eventful mm-hmm. season. Mhm. I don't know. What do you uh think about Danny, Khaleesi and uh being stuck with those like old hags and the fact that Drogon is still not coming to help her out and get her out of that situation? Where the hell is he? Sir Jorah's lurking around and gonna save her and meanwhile Drogon's just like pouting in the middle of a freaking field doing nothing. Well, I feel like Drogon shows up when she's at, like, high points of stress, like, where she's like, oh, my God. And she's not really, she doesn't seem that worried yet. Maybe it's just, like, a facade. But I just, Mm -hmm. I mean, if this whole thing, if the whole point of this whole thing is for her to, like, I don't understand the point of it. It's like, we just need her to go back to Marine. Or maybe the whole point of it is that she's, you know, Tyrion is starting to get to know the dragons. Yeah, and that's why we did I, that. Um, which I, which is yeah. valid. Like I think they need to do that, but it's like time for her to come back. Like I'm ready. I think that part of it is to have Tyrion and Marine by himself. But I think also when the dragon shows up, I think she's going to convince the Dothraki to join her army for her march on Westeros because she has said before that she needs more men. Um, to take the throne, and I think this could mm-hmm. be her opportunity to get the Dothraki on her side, and then she'd also have the Unsullied and whoever in Marine or like whoever else she has on her side to take Westeros because she said before she wasn't ready. So I think this could be possibly a way for her to get a bigger army. But great point, great point. I did, of course, yeah. that is like yeah. I think you hit it on the head because they follow, you know, as we said, they follow the person that quote unquote rides the biggest horse. In this case, it's a dragon. So. Mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I think that's, that could happen would make a lot of sense. Cause, and I'm ready to see, I don't like seeing Khaleesi being like weak and pushed around for this long. Like she's usually the fiercest part of every episode. So I'm ready to see that mm-hmm. again anytime now. Agreed. Agreed. Um, any other theories that you want to talk about? We just kind of dropped like a million different bombshells. Um, I feel like the only thing that we didn't talk about was um, King's Landing, Cersei, 
and all of that. Um, I don't, I don't know that I have a theory on it, but there's that whole thing with them and Dorn, which is going to have to come into play, which is, you know, I feel like they're the only thing that we currently care about right now is Winterfell and John. Like that's the compelling part of it all. So I'm waiting for everything to kind of get pulled into one big battle, which I think it's going to at some point, probably at the end of this season. Um, but I, I don't know. Do you have any theories about Cersei? Or do you think that they're going to play a larger role in anything? Or is it just going to kind of be them versus Dorne for the rest of the season? I think it'll be them versus Dorne and the High Sparrow, and they'll kind of figure that out, and somehow it'll weave into the pending war to come. Um, but honestly, I'd be fine if they just didn't talk about that anymore because I'm, I'm, I'm over that storyline. Me too. Like I'm done. I'm over it. (laughs) I don't know why they don't just kill him. It's, I mean, it's so stupid. But also what the hell are the white walkers doing when they're not advancing? Like they're dead frozen people. What do they do in their spare time? They just sit in the woods and stare at each other. Or what? They're obviously not going anywhere else. They would have taken over the world. Building their army. Five years ago. They're building their army. They're doing a terrible job. I know. Terrible. Well, if you guys have theories, make sure you tweet them to us at pure underscore fandom on Twitter. You can also find us on that on Instagram. And um, I'll be on here at conradio.com. And you can always check out our coverage on purefandom.com. We're posting stuff every week after the episode. There's my coughing fit again. Um, But, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Until then. Hates out.